Hello and welcome to the Rural Compass podcast. This podcast shares stories, advice and connects female ruralpreneurs across Australia. You will hear from women who have already tread the path as well as experts in their fields who will offer advice, tips and tools to help you run your business. In case we haven't met, my name is Samantha Murant and I am your host. I am a rural business coach who helps rural women to build successful businesses they love no matter their location. I'm also a mum, a wife, an artist and a self-admitted coffee addict. And I truly believe that in today's digital age, living rurally or remotely should not mean that your business journey has to be a lonely one. This episode is brought to you by my free virtual community for female ruralpreneurs. If you're looking to connect and converse with other amazing rural women, head over and join for free today. Go to the-ruralpreneur.mn.co or follow the links in the show notes. Now let's get into today's show. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest. So let's jump into the episode. I'm excited today because I am joined by two amazing women doing amazing things for rural businesses. Uh, Now, usually I would let my guests introduce themselves, but there's so much goodness in today's episode that I'm quickly going to welcome both Emily and Libby, and then we will find out a little bit more about them as we chat through the episode. So first, I'd like to welcome Emily Cinderberry, based in Condoblin, New South Wales and Emily is an accountant, a bookkeeper, a farmer, a community advocate and a virtual assistant. So hi Emily, welcome. Hello, thank you so much for having us. And I also have Emily's partner in crime, Libby Rosner, who is based in Harvey Bay, Queensland, and she is an agricultural scientist, a land carer, trainer, project coordinator, an ex-farmer, a rural advocate and a virtual assistant. Um, So hi and welcome Libby, how are you? Very good, Sam. Very happy to be here and very excited. (laughs) Wonderful. And so, um, like I mentioned, so this is the first time that I've had two lovely um, guests on at the same time. So this is really, uh, you you guys are a first for me. So this is awesome. (laughs) And so, Emily, I'd love, today I wanted to chat a little bit about the project that you guys run called the Virtual Kui. And um, Emily, I'd really love in your words, if you could tell me a little bit about it and what, what it actually is. Yeah, so um, Libby and I have created an online employment hub where skilled Australian rural and regional women can offer their services as virtual assistants and be connected to rural, regional and metropolitan businesses to be paid for their services. So it's a unique platform called the Virtual Kui Hub and it's fast becoming the place to go when looking for professional women who know the rural and regional landscape. Um, the Virtual Cooley Hub, it was launched in May and it offers an opportunity for Australian rural and regional women to offer their services online and reach a market. Amazing. And I mean, it's starting in May. It's only it's only a, a, a baby at the moment, I suppose, you know, but it's a, it's such an amazing initiative that uh, you've both created and I am all for awesome initiatives for rural women and so Libby can you tell me a little bit about how the virtual Kui came into existence and the journey that has led you both to here yeah for sure so actually it's funny you say we launched in May we did launch in May and it's only a little while but we've actually been on this journey for a fair bit longer it's been almost a year now since we started we actually started um in the Rural Woman Seed Scheme project, which was a really fantastic place for women in business and they, where they will get together people who are either on their own, in their own business start, or wanting to start a business. 
And in that scheme, we actually had to work on an idea with a group of women and pitch it. And this idea of a virtual assistance, um, being rural women virtual assistants came up there. So it was really funny because it was a group of five women and we were actually the odd bods left over. A lot of the women were in different communities. And so we were five women who didn't know each other and we were from three different states with three different time zones. And so we had to work together to pitch an idea and record it online to the, to, and present it to a, a big group of an audience online. So it was very nerve wracking. But over this journey, it was exciting because we met these great women and we actually came up with this idea. And what we came up with then, the mission and the um, vision that we had for this concept that's now turned into the, the, the virtual Kui all stemmed from that those five women and bringing that, those ideas together so it was so it's really come from that and in saying that we actually had four women start with us and at the beginning of the journey and join in and we became a partnership and over the turn of this year um, two of them have now left because they have had their own businesses that were a bit more busy doing them and it was a bigger calling than than we saw in the beginning than what a, what a big thing this was and em and i have ended up um yeah continuing with the idea and bringing it to fruition so it's been really exciting journey and to even just to get to may to that point where we finally had something to to bring to 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 life it was so exciting so yeah it has been a long journey but we 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 still feel like we're just at the beginning of of what's to come so that's amazing. No. It's, su it's such an exciting, um, yeah, such an exciting journey. And what a really interesting um, growth story for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and especially because you obviously, yeah, you didn't know each other. It's all just come together because of this program. That's so, so awesome. And so, Emily, what opportunities do you see that remote working could have for rural and regional women? Yeah, so I think um, particularly like focusing on the, how the virtual community came into existence, we were talking about that, well, firstly, we were all um, remote and working online together. So that was obviously um, one of our main focuses right from the start. But what we were seeing in our own individual areas was that there's all these really skilled rural and regional women you know, ex-lawyers, accountants um, with all different skills, often living on farms or in, um, you know, on remote stations and um, in smaller, you know, more remote communities. Um, and we just wanted to create something that they could use their skills and be paid for those skills um, and sort of, you know, let them find their purpose from that respect. So, um, and also often they've got families or, you know, farms and other things going on in the background. So flexibility is often really important. And I guess that's what we were really targeting um, to enable these rural and regional skilled women to be able to access meaningful work in an online space. Yeah, amazing. And I think it's really um, a, a testament to you both as well, being that you're both uh, very different locations and you work virtually and it's it's just become part of our world now is working remotely and yeah it um, definitely has <laughs> yeah and I think like you know being able to encourage rural and I mean a, a lot of rural and regional women have been doing it anyway for years and then in the last <laughs> year or so since the global pandemic it's been uh, this this um, remote working has become a, a real life you know everyday 
part of of business and so I think it's um it's really interesting that you have put together this this place where these women can come together and sort of be able to share their skills because it's not um yeah it, it you know you don't have to be in a office anymore no <laughs> definitely be, not <laughs> yeah and to be able to connect and to be able to um, assist other businesses so I think it's really it's a really great initiative that you have both put together here um, and so <clears throat> Libby can you tell me a little bit about how businesses can access um, like Australian <laughs> Australian rural and regional virtual assistance yeah for sure so I guess a lot of people might have heard of things like um, Fiverr and Freelancer. I don't know, maybe in the rural scape, these things aren't so common, but I was in a position as a land care coordinator where I was actually looking for assistance and looking for someone to help me. And I just found it so hard to find an Australian woman who spoke the lingo who, or someone who could actually understand a lot of the people that you look for were outsourced overseas virtual assistants and, um, and to find anyone who could, you could even contemplate trying to relate to and explain the sort of things that you were doing just seemed to be nearly impossible. So I actually gave up in that space, which was one of the reasons why I said, thought this was such a great idea. Um, so how do, the, how do they access virtual assistance is, is actually really difficult. There are a few few online platforms but, and training hubs for virtual assistants where they do outsource them, but that's why we've come up with our hub. So the, the, our idea of our hub is that it's a place where you can get online and post very much like one of those services, your, um, your virtual assistant services. And it's also a place where businesses can go in and actually um, put in job requests and request. So they need to sort of spell out what they want done and the specific details of the job that's there. Uh, or on the other side of things, VAs can be posting the actual services they offer. And it's not just like I'm a VA and offer bookkeeping services or marketing. It's actually even to the point where you can actually package your service up as either because um, so many of the VAs are very niched in their, in their area of expertise. And so they can actually offer specific things to specific businesses. And again, on the other hand, the businesses would be after a very specific type of person. So it's a place where the two can meet. And even, and there's a, and on there, you can have a conversation and discuss sort of the services you want and what you can offer and make bids for the type of work that they're after. So it's, it's a really exciting place. And I th I'm sure the, the type of work that's being offered as a virtual assistant these days is just phenomenal and it's just growing and changing all the time. So there isn't an actual answer for what is a VA and what does a VA offer. So because as it's your imagination, as long as you can offer something that is online, the, your imagination will just run wild with what, what sort of things we had. We have an interior designer who offers her services as a VA, for example. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, so accessing them through our hub was, is, is, our, is our goal to make that process really, really easy and, and improve the lives and the well-being of all those, um, those women who have got these specialist skills. That's amazing. And so do you see it as um, – how do you see it growing? Do you see it as being more than just – virtual assistants like you said there's an interior designer offering their their services on there um, as a virtual assistant but do you see it maybe growing into something more where it's just like a b2b service-based um platform where where you know all sorts of different businesses can can um put their 
projects or, you know, seek um, assistance and that sort of thing? Do you see it growing into something a bit more like that or, um, or are you, you know, just c- containing it to the virtual assistant world at the moment? <laughs> we'll never limit anything. <laughs> but, um, I think our niche is rural and regional women and, and that's what we want to focus. We're not limiting it to it and cutting people out who can't, who are not, fitting into that but we are definitely making it very clear that that is our niche and that people who are looking for women or or anyone with that sort of rural or regional perspective um, that's what we're trying to attract but in terms of other services really um, the definition we have of a virtual assistant is anyone who can offer anything online so as long as you don't have to physically be there and make them a cup of coffee coffee, cut their hair or sweep the floor you know (laughs) you can offer it online whether it's teaching or or advice or you know um, any sort of online services and there's so much now that you can do online and as I said it's always expanding so I, I don't see us turning into an air tasker type thing where we're telling people to be a removalist service or anything like that. But who, who knows? <laughs> who knows what the years will prove? I think definitely we have expanded um, our definition of a virtual assistant. I think often um, historically a virtual assistant's sort of been referred to as like, you know, your data entry and your admin kind of things. But on our hub we've got, you know, um, we envision being able to offer, you know, legal services, accounting services, um, market, marketing and design, like anything that can be done online, we're open to having on the hub. So, yeah, we're definitely expanding that virtual assistant definition, I think. Yeah, I love that. And I was um, speaking with Amy uh, from Seed VA on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and it was, you know, we were, we were discussing that as well, you know, that it doesn't just come down to being a virtual assistant anymore. Like like you, I think Libby was saying, like, you know, it, there's a lot of niches now um, and it can be so broad as to what that virtual assistant actually offers. Um, and yeah, so I, yeah, that's really um, amazing to hear because I think it's really great to have this space where um, it, it makes it easy for people to offer what they, their services and be able to connect with people who can use their services. I think that's, it's so wonderful. I think the, um, the hub's also kind of like a one-stop shop for a business owner in that they can engage different people, uh, different virtual assistants on the hub for those little different tasks that require different skills. So you know, they might need a document edited and then they might need a graphic design um, job done. So it, it is one place where they can find all of those specialist skills. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love it. And and so, Emily, can you tell me a little bit about the gig economy and how your business is part of this? Yeah, so I guess the gig economy is a bit of a, um, a term that we're using a bit in terms of it can be just small tasks and we're very focused on contract jobs rather than employment. We're not matching people um, to become an employee of a business. So the gig economy is um, those smaller gigs and um, task-based work rather than um, employment roles. So that's where the hub comes in and that someone can just go on and say, I need a document edited um, and and someone else can pick up that gig and just do it. Um, so I guess that's where we fit into the gig economy in that respect. Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, it's um, a lot of the time people think, oh, I've got to get this job done or, you know, they're on, they're on a time crunch and it's so hard to, 
think, oh, like I've got to go through a whole process of hiring yeah. someone just to just to get this one job done because yeah. you know it has to be done. But if um if there's that you know that gig, you know you can you can yeah. pass that gig off to someone, then I think that's a really um excellent way, and it 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 eases the um that solo business stress Definitely. as well. Yeah, and we want we want people to start small, like post your smallest task and um that's one thing off your plate and if someone can easily pick it up and do the work for you um you know it, it's saving you time in your business so yeah I guess that's we want people just to get started and um tap into that market and getting those little tasks done and then it can always expand into bigger projects and things as well you know a lot of the time too people when you're wearing so many hats as a solo business runner in a rural area and you haven't got the, that connection to be able to, um, you know, duck into town and, and get someone to help you or, you know, um, just get, you know, call out to, to a local business owner who, who might know how to do it, being able to actually outsource that or being able to um, find a specific person who can help you with that. I think it's just such a wonderful idea. So, um, and um, I'd love now to move into um, a business tip segment. So um, I always love to pick my guest brain about, uh, you know, some tips or advice they have for rural business owners. And I think that you are both um, in such a great space to be able to offer some tips and advice. Um, so first up, Libby, what is an obstacle that you've come up against in the process of starting the virtual KUI and, and how did you, what did you do to overcome it? Ah, oh, Sam, we've had so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I would say an initial one was like working through the whole moving from five women down to two or, and sort of like working out who's doing what and roles and things like that. That was a really tricky one that we've just had to slowly work our way through. But um, I wouldn't say that was an obstacle so much as just a, a, a difficult process. However, maybe an obstacle would be the um, just trying to find a platform to make our, our get our um, hub working on because we, we did look at so many different options and the ideas were flowing and trying to find something that would run run what we wanted. We had this idea in our head of what we wanted it to do and trying to find something that fit. And we got to a process actually just before the launch, a, a point in time just before the launch where we just realised what the platform that we were using was not going to work. And so we had to actually pivot completely and we actually changed our whole service because we'd set our launch date and there'd be hoo-ha about our launching and then we all of a sudden found out we couldn't do it. So <laughs> so we pivoted and started to start, but we'll just offer um, minute-taking services, you know, and we'll, we'll start there and we'll work from there because that, the platform that we'd set up for the Job Hub was just not going to work. And Emily came to the rescue in the end and we found something that was going to do and, and very quickly, honestly, in like the week or two before the launch, we, we managed to get it all up and working on the platform that we wanted. So we were just so thrilled. But, yeah, it's been, it's been heart-stopping at times just trying when you set yourself goals and you set expectations and you're working together. But it, at the same time, having a partner to work with and um, the two of us working online, we, we come, I mean, it's funny you say we, we did actually know each other a little bit because I was originally in Condoblin and I actually was just, when I started that seed scheme, in the process of selling our farm and looking for some other business or idea that I could do while I travelled around in a caravan and found a new place to live. <laughs> so um, it, it's been quite a journey and, 
and all that has sort of happened and I've settled now in Harvey Bay. But um, it's been it's been a huge journey to doing all that and bringing this thing to life. That and it, But it's exciting. And the fact that we get to communicate and talk and, and work through all these problems together and on an online forum, like we're constantly on Zoom or, or using now all the tools that the online tools that we get our VAs to use, you know, so it's been, it's been a real journey and, and it's, and it's still really exciting and just to see where we can go and we're always throwing around ideas. So just that flexibility and being able to think on our feet, I think has been what's pushed us through all and will continue to push us through all the hurdles that we're going to come across because it's, it's never a, a smooth journey. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I love that you mentioned that having that person to like bounce things off. And um, I know within my online community that I have, it's one of the biggest things that I find, you know, we, we get together on a, um, a weekly call and I'll be like, you're right, what are we, what are we talking about tonight? And it's like, no, I just, you know, I just wanted to sort of brainstorm or I just wanted to, you know, talk about what's actually happening it's not necessarily all right let's get stuff done it's it's just being able to actually bounce those ideas off someone and have have that connection with other people um who are in a similar mindset to you and so I I love that you guys have found each other and been able to do that um with each other that's really excellent and so Emily if you could offer a piece of advice to listeners around getting your business off the ground what would that be I think find the quick wins, like find the little things that you can get done relatively easy and quickly Um, and that's one tick off the list and that just sort of keeps you driving forward and that momentum. Um, Yeah, so the quick wins and surrounding yourself with people that can support you, um, whether, you know, that's tech support or um, business mentoring or like just surround yourself with people who can support you to to continue going forward fabulous love it and um emily and libby both of you um will go libby first if you could recommend something for the listeners to read listen or watch what would that be Oh my goodness. Um, I, I like am love listening to um, podcasts and audiobooks online. And so, of course, your um, podcast is wonderful. And I love the and Motherland and ones like that are just some of my favorites with those rural connections. And the um, book I'm listening to at the moment is actually The Code of an Extraordinary Mind. So it's a bit of a personal growth book and I'm really, really enjoying that. Lots of life hacks in there. So that's one I would recommend. I'm not finished it yet, but I'm really, really getting a lot out of it. So, yeah. Oh, I have to look that one up. <laughs> and Emily, what would you, if you could recommend something for the listeners to read, listen or watch, what would it be? Um, I love reading the Grazy Her magazine and also Oak magazine um, and podcasts. I love listening to so many of them that I couldn't even list them, but anything rural um, self-development sort of podcasts, then I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Love it. I'm the same. And then I get really sad when I've finished all my episodes and I go, oh gosh, now I have to find something else to listen to. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. And so finally, um, where can, uh, Emily, where can people find you and connect with you? Yeah. So um, our website's probably the best place to start. It's the virtualkui.com.au. But also you can find us on uh, LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and our handle is at the virtual kui. 
Fabulous. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for joining me, being my first ever um, triple interview. (laughs) (laughs) It's been wonderful and it's been wonderful chatting to both of you. And I just love the work that you're both doing and how you're supporting rural and regional businesses across Australia. It's just wonderful to see. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Thank you for listening to the Rural Compass podcast hosted by Samantha Murant. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, why don't you click on over and leave an honest rating and review or even take a screenshot and share it to your stories and tag myself at samantha.murant and today's guest. All of their details are in the show notes. Thanks for listening.